You are listening to the Confidence Mindset Project Podcast. What if you could learn to have your own back, manage the craziness that goes on in your mind, and know that you can face and do anything you put your mind to? I am here to show you how to do just that. I am Angelo Powell, your host. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hi there. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so happy to be here. We had this fantastic snow uh, yesterday and it's some people that may be listening to this are like, yeah, right. Well, it's winter, of course. No, 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 no. I'm in East Texas and it does not snow here. So my husband and I last night ended up going out at eight o'clock at night. For some reason, it just seemed so bright outside for being that late. And we ended up building this massive snowman. Well, actually, it was a snowwoman. Um, and we gave it earrings and a mask because, you know, it is around that time in, you know, <laughs> and then we took a walk around the neighborhood and it was wonderful. So now I am dealing with sounds on my roof. I can't tell if it's the squirrels or if it's our cats that are running on the roof or if it is the snow just starting to avalanche off and move on our roof, which uh, constantly is making sounds. So if you hear that, that's what that is. So I want, let me move my mic a little bit. So I want to end up talking about identity in relationships. And when we are confused about our identity or feel like we're lacking or lost our identity, it messes with our our confidence. And when we end up losing the confidence, we then become needy, we end up giving of ourselves way too much just so that we can have them like us or love us more. And then it's it becomes to where it's their responsibility, whether it's intentional or unintentional, whether it's intentional or unintentional, we make it their responsibility to make us happy, to fulfill and validate us. And it's this perpetual cycle and they will never be able to make you fully happy. And when that happens, then you just spin out more and it just goes into this spiral and you go out. Can anybody say, yeah, amen to that? And what I found is that when you end up realizing that you're two complete people, you came together, you had things to share, you were learning about each other and you had your own circle and your own like world when you came together. And somewhere along that, even though y'all are intertwining your lives, that does not mean that you have to delegate your happiness for that other person. Um, to be able to fulfill. So when we're in a relationship, we need to figure out like who we are and then who we think we're supposed to be. And supposed to be from for going forward, I want you to think of that as a red flag. When you think that you're supposed to be something, it, it never works out. It just spins you out. 
So when you think that you're supposed to be whatever you think you're supposed to, how you're supposed to act or how you're supposed to be in that relationship, and then you're thinking how they should be versus how they really are, and then what you think your relationship should look like, how you should interact within that, and normally that comes from comparing or some sort of manual or playbook that you think however you got that that belief system of how that relationship should be but why would you want to set yourself up for failure why would you want to end up doing that because when you're thinking about how they should do something or how you should do something you're setting yourself up for failure because those belief systems are actually just hindering you from showing up fully And he cannot or she cannot end up living up to that expectation all the time because we're human. We're fallible. I mean, seriously, look at yourself. How many times have you promised yourself something or that you think that you should do something even for yourself and you don't? But we put so much weight and so much energy and so much meaning into when someone doesn't show up for us. Believe me, I know I've been there. I've done that. I've had a fair failed marriage because of those thoughts and that. And going into this marriage, I am being more aware of it. And, you know, sometimes it, it slips in and it sneaks in. But as long as you're aware of it, you can catch it. And then either talk about it or do some thought downloads and and that sort of thing. But it's really way too much pressure for anyone to be the end all be all for you and your happiness. You need to take responsibility for your happiness. Now, am I saying that, okay, well, since he can't make me happy, then I need to leave the relationship. Heck no, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is take responsibility for your own happiness. That's by doing these things, by being aware of your thoughts and what and your thought patterns and notice what your brain offers you. Now, remember, you're not your thoughts. What your brain offers you, notice then how that makes you feel and how do you react to that? So for instance, for me, recently, my husband decided to um, do something with his friends, which I highly encourage him to do on a, on that. But we had made plans for me to be able to meet up with him afterwards and for me to, I'm friends with his friends too. And I wanted to see him. I hadn't seen them in a while, especially with the whole COVID thing. And so I go and I, I, I bust my butt at work to get out on time or early so that I could be there. Well, he doesn't bother to tell me until like, I'm like, okay, where do I meet? Oh no, that's already broken up. He didn't bother to text that to me. Okay, great. The next day he's going to meet with them again. We're supposed to meet up again. And Um, I'm going to end up meeting up with them after work and again, change of plans. Well, this time, because like I had mentioned, you know, I told him that I was a little irritated about that and disappointed. So he did text me. I'm like, okay, great. That, oh yeah, by the way, that canceled, whatever. So then a couple days later, he ends up not telling me something that would affect me and it just altered my whole day and everything else that 
I had built my day around what we had planned and he didn't bother to tell me that he had changed plans. And so this goes on for like a couple weeks. So over five or six instances, all of a sudden it uncovers this baggage that I've had that all of a sudden my brain offers me that, oh, obviously he thinks that he's more important and you're not even on his radar. You don't, not even, he's not even thinking about you. And what does that even mean? Oh, it means that he doesn't, he doesn't even love you anymore. Are you serious? And so I was spinning out and of course I lost my ever loving mind on him and bringing up talks over the next couple of days because, you know, it would get heated and then we'd have to walk away and then it would get heated again. And then whenever we both finally ended up being vulnerable and all the walls were down and he ended up telling me what his thoughts were about it and what his reactions and what his interpretation of my um, my reactions to each thing, each thing, it made me more insecure because unbeknownst to me, I did not realize underlying that this was making me insecure because I was assigning a meaning to it that he didn't love me. Is that true? No, but that's what my brain offered. So then I started feeling insecure. So then I started getting like really needy and withdrawn. And then I would not intentionally manipulate, but I would end up going to him and, and be like, Hey, I really wish, you know, I missed this. And his reactions to that were not really recoiling, but he definitely wasn't feeling the nude and he was or in the mood. And he was end up saying, uh-huh. Yeah. Which then just spun me out more in my insecurity. And so that's what kind of perpetuated our talks over three days. So can you see yourself in this situation? Is something like this happened to you as well? Well, I want you to realize that, you know, he's not going to be your end all or she's not going to be your end all be all. And that, yes, you need communication in um, a relationship. Want you to take responsibility for your happiness. Be aware of those thought patterns and what your brain offers you, and then see how it makes you feel and then how that makes you react. And did that end up, you know, hitting home with you? Also, you have many facets of your life. I am a very loving, touchy feely kind of person. And so I would want Jordan and I would wish that Jordan would, you know, snuggle with me and give me more kisses and hug me more and have those like really wonderful, like the hugs that you sink into. Oh, I love those. I don't get those very often. He is not that kind of a person. And I knew what I was getting into. I accepted him early on in our relationship that he's very reserved in that aspect. He, and I figured out what his love languages are for him to be able to express how he shows his affection and his love towards me. But I, I still would like that. So I have a friend and she's one of my really, really good and most bestest friends ever. She is one of those people that she, whenever I see her, she hugs me and I sink into those. 
And she also is in that way too, to where she's kind of touchy feely, like as, as in like, that's how she shows her love. And so she and I hug and it fills my cup up in that way. Um, other ways that you could be able to fill your, fill your cup up or to be able to be a home, a whole person and be responsible for your happiness is find out what your hobbies are. Find out things that would make you happy. Is it cooking, baking? Is it painting? Is it walking? Is it creating something? Is it reading? anything of that nature, something that gives you some sort of creative outlet or something that helps you wind down um, and gives you some sort of leisure, it really helps for you to be able to have that within there. Also, you can end up focusing out whether, you know, what kind of connections that you need. Like mine, like I told you, the touchy-feely with um, Sam. I also have a couple groups of friends that I have really deep philosophical discussions and sociological discussions with um, this group of friends. And then over here, I have the more sarcastic banter type that I end up having those kind of connections and we have this great community that I've created that fills my cup up in those ways and stimulates that part of aspect of me or that facet of me. Also, you can find your purpose, your desires, what else do I have? Pursuits that you can end up finding those and have those available to you and figure out what your purpose is and what your desires are and what your pursuits are. And then also focus on your self-growth. We are a species that is always evolving, that is always growing. To do it on purpose and is it self-growth as in your physical or your health? Are you wanting to work out more? Are you wanting to be able to be healthier? And if you take care of your happiness and if you take responsibility for your happiness, these are a form of self-care for you. Um, I know that generally out there, everything is self-care like, oh, we need a bubble bath and drink tea and put some candles on and meditate. Yes, I meditate and I do all of that, but that's just surface stuff. That isn't helping you evolve and grow and be a full person that you can show up in your relationship, be fully and confidently happy within yourself so that you can show up happy and confident, and then you'll have a better interaction and you will not be waiting for him or her to be your end all be all. Also do for self-growth. You could look at growing emotionally self-aware and emotionally intelligent within that to start learning to feel the feels. I have repressed a lot of my feelings, if it was anywhere of a negative nature or made me feel icky, I would avoid it like the plague. I would either stuff it down with food. I would immediately dismiss it or white knuckle my way through with powerful, uplifting, emotional thoughts, anything of that nature, because I didn't want to feel it. 
But guys, when you can actually become more emotionally intelligent, realize these feelings that you're having that are a result of the thoughts that you're having, and then be able to sit in those for a moment and process them and let them pass and get on the other side of it and know that it's okay to be sad sometimes. It's okay to be able to end up just have a season or a moment of that, or it's okay to be angry for for a moment or a season, but realize that at the end of that, the worst thing that can happen is your emotion, is a feeling that you have a vibration in your body. Also, you can have self-growth as in your your intellectual self-growth, focusing on managing your mind by growing in learning new concepts, growing in new um, areas of intellect or just different concepts, then what you can end up doing is grow that. Now, all of these, um, I go through all of that in my coaching program, this one-on-one to be able to help you really work your way through that to See what beliefs that you have are holding you back in your relationships that are holding you back in life so that you can be able to show up fully as what gaps you may be having and realizing that you're expecting the world to make you happy. But when you can realize that you are responsible for your happiness and that that is a form of self-care for you to be able to own that and take the steps towards that and to be able to be aware of your understanding of what your brain is offering and how you creates feelings and drives your actions and reactions, then you can have a more happier, fulfilled life. And then when you have that, you'll go forth and have such a bigger impact in the people around you. And then it just has this beautiful ripple effect. All right, guys, that's all that I have for you today. I am super happy that I got a chance to be able to share this with you. If this is something that resonates with you, you would like to get more information. I would love for you to be able to come and visit me at AngelaPowellCoaching.com and you can end up checking my website out and get started with me as a button up in the upper right hand corner and um, get started on that. So you can push the button, fill the form out, and I will contact you and we will set up a a chat. You can tell me all the things and we can be able to figure out a, a strategy and a plan for you. All right, guys, thank you again so much for having me with you today. Thank you for joining me. And if this resonates with you and you want more, then hit that subscribe button and leave a comment below. I look forward to talking to you real soon. Go forth and be awesome. 